Happy Loyalty Day, everyone. Happy yeah. Loyalty Day. Happy Loyalty Day. I feel happy, lo- happy Law Day. Yeah, Happy Law Day. Everyone, and let's let's go around the room and share our favorite laws to follow. <laughs> My favorite law to follow is about jaywalking. <laughs> when I uh, want to cross the street, sometimes I will walk a mile to two miles till I find a appropriately marked and signaled uh, uh, intersection, and then cross when the light is in my favor. That's shout my out to Florida fate. kids. Yeah. Walking out. miles out of their way to find crosswalks. And uh, my favorite law is um, obeying uh, public urination uh, guidelines. I love to mm. have to ask and receive the permission of a property owner of our society to relieve myself uh, when I am, you know, in any, like maybe within a square mile of like a, a city or something. You know, I really like yeah. having to just like not go to the bathroom wherever I want, like mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. other animal can. And I like to have to find a a restroom of which in downtown Troy there are essentially none. Um, May I please have a pot to piss in? <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite law is that uh, if you ask somebody if they're a cop, they have to tell you. Because yeah. I think yes. that law mm. is really, it protects people. Um, it keeps us all honest. I really yeah. like that one. If you say yeah. it to an unmarked police vehicle, it's like those color-changing Hot Wheels. And it mm-hmm. actually reveals <laughs> the, the the cop insignia. Yeah, and all the decals, and a little light pops up from the from the ceiling. Like, oh, you the, got me. Car. You got yeah. me. I'm yeah. actually a cop car. Yeah, yeah. It does like the kit voice. It's like, oh no, you found me. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, happy loyalty day, and of course, uh, happy May Day, happy yes. International Workers Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for real though, um, did you guys get up to any uh, rabble rousing? Any any fun May Day activities? We had a party for the volunteers for Kiani for Troy, um, and that was really great. We had a really good turnout. Had a nice cream cake. I got my shot. I got my second Moderna shot in the morning. Oh, hell yeah. Gang, gang. So I feel like shit. I don't know which (laughs) I feel. I don't know what is the greater cause of my feeling like shit, uh, the hangover or the shot. Either way, I feel like I got hit by a bus. So we're going to keep this episode nice and short today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that sounds appropriate. I hope it doesn't too yeah. horribly uh, uh, fuck up my performance. I really wanted a better word there, but fuck up is the best you got. That's all you get. Nice. Do you, are you uh, on that Pedialyte? You got a Pedialyte drip going on? I see you got no, an I'm ID actually... bag hooked up to you in the, in the webcam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually pretty well hydrated and I I really don't feel that hungover. I mostly just like every bone and every muscle in my body hurts. Is yeah. really the the worst part, so. Yeah, that's the nanobots doing their job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the it's the operating system upgrade. Microsoft yeah. uh, family of products and services getting into your veins and your organs. Well, you know, it, it isn't it a little strange how we have a rollout of a global vaccine program that just coincidentally aligns with a global shortage in microchip supply. Think about and it. And just coincidentally has the main uh, fatal side effect of quote unquote 
blood clots. Eh? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes, they work yeah. out there. This yeah. is kind of fucking me up, dude. <laughs> and that microchips <laughs> are the same size as your veins. Yeah, actually, it's like it, it's a program inspired by the Magic School Bus. They're actually little <laughs> <laughs> classrooms. <laughs> Investigation and discovery. Oh, Swim through your veins. No, man, I swear, like, my cousin, like, he uh, got the, fi- the, the Johnson & Johnson shot, and then, like, he couldn't use the microwave, bro. Like, the microwave <laughs> just wouldn't work around him, bro. And whenever he tried to use it, he uh, his arm felt warm, bro. That's because there's metal in it. Is that Fred? Yeah. Fucking Fred. Singing the song of his people? Singing the song of his people. Nice. See, Fred's keeping the um, spirit of Mayday alive. Yeah. Yeah. Just absolutely fucking shit up all the time. Yeah. So in order to... to so the the cats are keeping Mayday alive. Do we want to read a little bit of this proclamation of loyalty day from a friend of all workers, Joe Biden? Yeah, let's do it. It's it's pretty short. I don't know. Do we want to go through the whole thing? I don't. I, I mean, at least like the first paragraph is all about like loyalty does not mean fealty to one leader or political party, but it's about like common ideals and shit. Which that's dumb. Uh, uh, and also, no, it's not. Thing. Yeah, we don't believe the <laughs> like, same thing. Like, it's things. just a lie. Yeah. I want to get yeah, down to, like, the real shit where he's, like, quoting John Milton. Like, the real <laughs> multicultural stuff. Like, citing John Milton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, he, here, here's a quote. So, uh, some background on this. This was the second proclamation he delivered on the same day. The first one was a proclamation on Law Day. And so he's just hacking on another name for the same thing. You're not, you're, you're not, you got to give them separate proclamations. You can't be fitting in law and loyalty day in the same proclamation. You know, yeah. it's got to. Well, what's re- interesting about the law day one is it's all about how America's unique in that it loves its laws, which just like as somebody who's <laughs> traveled around the, the rest of the world, um, we are maybe unique. Completely lawless. Because, yeah, we are, <laughs> we in comparison to say japan we are a nation of scoff laws like you go to japan they love their laws like they really do like they like actually wait for the uh walk signal like they do not jaywalk like at all um their cops don't even carry guns yet the cops manage to like enforce the law out of like an honor code that is instilled across the entire culture with the exception of like organized crime and they just universally do what they can to like be upright, you know, and law abiding citizens. And it's completely different than we have. We have a speed limit that is actually a speed minimum. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, we are a culture of scoff laws, and it's pretty obscene to consider. Um, I mean, just look at the uh, the the uh, Panama Papers. Like for how much our fucking nation uh, loves laws, but anyway, yeah. So this is this is the second proclamation on Loyalty Day, and he says, um, "We see loyalty in the members of our armed forces who selflessly serve in harm's way, in their families who, in the timeless words of the poet John Milton, quote, also serve who only stand and wait, unquote, in our educators who dedicate their lives to nurturing young minds, in our first responders." who put their lives on the line to save others, 
and all of those who have the courage to call out our nation's imperfections when we fall short. Jesus Christ. And who continue Sorry. to and who continue to push for our society to live up to its founding promise of freedom, justice, and equality for all. May first is also International Workers' Day. Well, we really? Are the, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder which are, came first. <laughs> <laughs> and we honor the workers whose service and sacrifice has helped turn the tide against the COVID nineteen pandemic. On this day, we show our gratitude to our essential workers and to all of those workers who have organized and fought to improve our nation and create a fairer and more just society for all. Um, yeah, so... Feeling uh, real loyal. Shout, yeah, shout-outs, but no healthcare. Shout-outs, but no collective bargaining. Shout-outs, but, uh, yeah, no social safety net. Uh, our essential workers who, at this point, are being transitioned to essential independent contractors who must pay the highest uh, rate of tax and burden all of the costs and inconveniences of doing business onto their shoulders. Flexibility. Mothers really love it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's actually feminist. And you yeah. should uh, uh, do a, um, a, a, a heckin' uh, self-criticism. For... <laughs> do you guys uh, l- listen to Wu-Tang uh, Clan? I've heard they're nothing to fuck with. I don't know. That was the whitest thing I could have possibly said. Uh, uh, Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. So uh, ODB has an album uh, with a song on it um, uh, called Can't Wait. And on it, he has a series of shout outs uh, very similar to this Joe Biden um, uh, paragraph. Um, And I don't know, Brittany, how do we feel about uh, copyright? Could, Could we play 30 seconds of something? I feel the same way about copyright as I have felt from the very first episode that we recorded, which is that I do not want to put copyrighted material on our very right. publicly published podcast. Well, well, I'll tell you what, we're just going to sh- throw a link in the show notes to a little section of that. Uh, and yeah, pretty much the same vibe. They're both old, dirty bastards. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you know, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to flatten old, dirty bastard culture and say that they're all the same. But they'd love shouting people out that they think care about them and are listening to them and then shout out themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and <laughs> I just actually- want to I want to like defend really quick my reasoning for not wanting to put copyrighted stuff in the podcast. Is oh, yeah. Because the way algorithmic searching for copyrighted yeah. material is improving all the time. Yeah. It means that we could potentially have to take a bunch of our old episodes down. If they have copyrighted material and I don't want in like two years for us to get served with something and it's like, oh, now 40 of our old back like back episodes have to be taken off of iTunes because yeah, I completely played fucking old dirty bastard for 30 seconds (laughs) and now the whole episode is gone. And now so that's the only reason sn- that I don't want to do it. Sniffed us out and fucking told the authorities <laughs> and the you know. Uh, it's it, not because I have any respect for property. I don't trust me. Like I yeah. don't care about your your fucking IP or your copyright. Yeah, property is theft. You hear that old dirty bastard? So yeah, fuck you, old dirty bastard. They don't give a shit about your you. Got your uh, rest in peace. Rest yeah. in peace to a real one. Um, and uh, rest in peace to some other uh, real ones. The martyrs of the Haymarket affair. Yeah, uh, and we were talking off mic just a minute ago. We definitely have to do a bonus episode on the Haymarket affair uh, because it's super interesting, and it's um, you know it, it reminds us of a simpler time when capitalists were extremely afraid of dynamite. Um, and yeah, like uh, and know, cops, we... <laughs> cops used to be so afraid. Yeah, 
And they had a reason oh. to be. And now they just pretend to be afraid so they can get like billions of dollars of military-grade equipment. Yeah. To, to defend themselves from their shake shack shakes. Make cops afraid again. Poison in them or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see that video that looks really fake? Uh, or it was like, I think it was like the New York Detectives Association. Like one, it was like NYPD has like three different unions, and one of them is the Detectives Association. And there's like this video of like this old fuck like scribbling on a on a clipboard. And this guy comes up behind him oh, yeah. <laughs> and like taps him on the head with a he hits him with, uh, with a like stick. A stick. Yeah, he just like he hits bop, him with a like, stick. He boops him he, uh, with a stick, and he uh-huh. and like the guy just like falls down like a FIFA uh, like player, you know, just like like oh man, penalty, penalty, <laughs> just like on the ground, like yeah, like, like cradling his head, and then the guy that hit him that booped him with the stick is like looking at him and like slowly backing away and like looking around and then like two other cops start like just jogging a little bit toward him and then he's like okay and then he turns around and starts jogging away it's the fakest fucking shit i've ever seen yeah and then they both chase him and they're like look at what our police officers have to deal with every day they are assaulted by just for doing their jobs all the time classic why were they filming shit like (laughs) why was that cop like writing on a clipboard being filmed. It's yeah. not like a body cam. It's not body cam footage. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's part it's of a, the an elaborate YouTube prank shit. website. <laughs> <laughs> prank channel. It looks so dumb. The way the guy is like dancing away and the cops are yeah. like, no, wait, stop, come back here. Yeah. Booper, no booping. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Frankie, right. they booped Frankie Snoop. <laughs> He has a very boopable snoot. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, uh, did you guys hear about the fatberg that's going on in Birmingham right now? I have. It's what is a 330 fat ton fatberg. Damn, that's a lot of fat. Damn. What is so, a fatberg? It's exactly what you imagine. It's an iceberg. Like an iceberg uh, made out of fat? Yeah, it's a portmanteau. This uh, is why you don't pour fat down your drain, folks. Yes. Yep. Because it floats to the top and then it coagulates with like hair and other shit that like also gets, you know, flushed down the drain. Um, And if you're eating a lot of hair, you know, like by all means, like don't like sort that out. But if you're like (laughs) unclogging your drain with hair, you know, just put that in the trash, you know. Put it in the trash. The only thing that should go down the toilet is your pee pee and your poo poo. Your three P's. Yeah. Your your pee pee, your poo poo and your TP. And your TP, yeah. on, on the P. Your, that's um, like yeah. five P's. <laughs> yeah, it's a P-P. fair amount of P's. Poo-poo. But yeah, uh, in Birmingham, uh, UK, um, there is apparently 300 tons of coagulated uh, fat that is blocking up um, the sewer. And 300 tons? Yeah. 330 tons, That yeah. sounds fake. That's a lot. It's I don't a know. Lot. There's a guy. There's a picture of in this CNN article of this guy like holding Just a freehanding it. Yeah, he's holding a fat bird like it's like a like a prize trout. Uh, he, like he's <laughs> well, smiling at, at it. It's and beautiful. Everything. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Looks like a proud father. Yeah. Oh man, sewers are gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So does and- this mean that like they like their water is not working? Uh, I think it means like, that they're they have- like. 
they have to apparently deal with this like pretty regularly. It says a sewage sensor, which monitors rising water levels, alerted the company uh, to the Birmingham Berg. Uh, and it says Thames Water, which operates the water system in London, says it spends a million pounds a month or or $1.4 million a month to clear blockages of this kind. Oh I wonder how they clear it. Do they use like jackhammers or like... I don't know. Like, how they do probably just enslave more Irish people. They can get in there and fix it. <laughs> Irish children. Yeah. yeah chimney little, sweeps. They send yeah. them down there with the their brooms to break up the, the fatberg. Uh, I hope at least they're like loyalist children. <laughs> I, I, I hope they're like reporting to duty for duty. They're like, yes, governor. Like I, I'm, I'm ready to go down and fight the berg. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Every Irish person listening is just so furious it's at so you right now, offended. Chris. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry. You can't do an English accent on a small. I guess if it's a loyalist child, then who cares? Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I like how the that's CNN fucking crazy. Yeah, I like how the CNN article ends in 2018. A massive fatberg in the capital was turned into a museum exhibit. That's it. That's the end of the article. That's nice. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Nice. <laughs> Man, shit uh, is gross. So, David, uh, you have an update for us on uh, on our on our old friend Matt Gates. Is that correct? Oh my god, do I? Speaking ever. of a three hundred and thirty ton fatberg, am I right? Yeah. Hey. Very nice. I mean, uh, this guy. Like, I don't know how to describe Matt Gates's face other than like he uses the whole head. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so full. It's he looks so like cool. Ace Ventura, like as a caricature, or like if Ace Ventura was stung by a bee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh man. All right. So it looks simultaneously like it's all very, uh, like it's all very s- focused in the center of the face, but then it's stretched out across the rest of the head. Yeah. Yeah. That like exactly. that effect on Snapchat that makes right. like the middle of your face tiny, and then. Anyway, he's got, if he, yeah, if he's he got does, a little bit of like a Ted Kennedy look going. That dude has a big fucking head that's, back when he was alive. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's now it's probably just a skull. Probably. Jesus Christ! All right, he's dead. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. The, 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 so the, this so for I I don't I don't know how familiar people are with with this problem <laughs> that is Matt Gates, but yeah, right. So like. Representative Matt Gates has like a a a, a bro. He's a, he's a congressional a representative of the first district of Florida, and he has this bro, uh, Joel Greenberg, who is the Seminole County tax collector. And for those of you that don't know Florida um, geography, the the first district of Florida and Seminole County are very far apart from each other. This is like like five hours drive apart from each other but they were able through the power of bros you know like bro ship bro magic yeah bro magic yeah they 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 kept it together uh as friends look when you love your bro distance is distance is not going to keep you apart it can't it can't compete with the power of bro love and the love of underage girls well yeah so yeah so uh joel no distance is too great (laughs) yeah so joel which Perfect name. Perfect name. Oh, for God. This. this guy is such a Joel, isn't Joel, he? Yeah. Joel. Okay. So, Joel, sorry. He's even for, a snitch. Like. Yeah. Sorry for the Joels <laughs> that are listening. You're probably fine. 
No, you're but fine. yeah. I'm not talking about you. We're talking about the other you, trolls. You you break all the stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Joel, I, I don't care what they say about you. You're a good guy in my book. Yeah. <laughs> so Joel is um he wrote a confession letter <laughs> to all the shit that he and Matt Gates did. He wrote a confession letter and sent it to um uh uh Stone, Roger Stone. What? Uh, Was this like hu- un- under force of like violence? Like w- No. It, here, so this is from the Daily Beast. The a confession letter written by Joel Greenberg in the final months of the Trump presidency claims that he and close associate representative Matt Gates paid for sex with multiple women as well as a girl who was 17 at the time. On more than one occasion, this individual was involved in sexual activities with several of the other girls, the congressman from Florida's first district, and myself, Greenberg wrote in reference to the 17-year-old girl. Uh, And this was, uh, the letter um, was because uh, he was asking Roger Stone to help him secure a pardon from Donald Trump. So, Here's the brain magic, all right? This is the Joel-powered brain magic. They were like, okay, we need to confess our sins to the high priest Roger Stone so that God Emperor Trump will pardon us for crimes that we definitely didn't commit. Now, was was Roger Stone in prison during the time that they wrote this letter to him? no. It doesn't seem so like it. Would, because, would it have been after he got out of prison? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Okay. All, All right, right. So they wrote a letter to somebody who wasn't able to escape the long arm of the law in the hopes that somehow they would? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. okay. So here's, here's more from the letter. From time to time... Gas, money, or gifts, rent, or partial tuition payments. Man, just, like, get your list. There's a grammar for lists. Figure it out. (laughs) Um, uh, Partial tuition payments. They were paying her tuition. Uh, Were made to several of these girls, including the individual who was not yet 18. I see the acts occur. I did see the acts occur firsthand and Venmo transactions cash app or other payments were made to these girls on behalf of the congressman. Like, wow. Now here's the thing is that Joel burned down a fucking public building trying to make a Bitcoin mining facility. Like this dude is, he's a a crypto bro. Yeah. He's He's a a brain brain genius, genius crypto bro. And he's still using Venmo. Venmo, which has like a, <laughs> it has like a public list where you put like an emoji. It was like thanks for the pizza heart emoji, pizza emoji. Yeah, yeah. Like so, it's like peach emoji, camera emoji, like yeah, yeah. tuition money with, <laughs> like, with yeah, wings like, emoji. Yeah, the, the the yeah the money with wings emoji. Like what? Why are you creating this like very obvious paper trail using these apps? But don't worry because like if. Roger Stone is able to secure this um, pardon for sex crimes. Greenberg is ready to uh, give Roger Stone 250k in Bitcoin. 
He's gonna pay him. He's gonna pay him in Bitcoin mm-hmm. to wow. secure the pardon for the crime they no one knew they had done to, because they paid underage girls on Venmo for sex. Look, what? you you mean paid one woman who was not yet eighteen? <laughs> An individual. Yeah, an individual. Sex who was acts not yet did occur involving someone who was an individual who was not yet eighteen. Uh, Jesus, it's disgusting. Christ. Yeah, These people are fucking creeps. Uh, Absolute uh, degenerates. So Stone Stone said, "I hope you are prepared to wire me two hundred fifty thousand dollars because I'm feeling confident." So the, the, this conversation, <laughs> by the way, I should say it gets better. This conversation happens over Signal with automatically deleted messages but then how do we know what these messages said right because they're automatically deleting well that's because fucking joel joel in an act of joelness screenshotted this entire conversation (laughs) (laughs) nice he took screenshots Uh, of the of the conversation that he set up to automatically delete so this is why uh, these messaging apps need to have like a Snapchat style notification of somebody screenshots your shit because honestly like it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. That we right? can that we consider it this very secure communication system but like anybody can just screenshot anything you say in a Signal chat. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's my that's my little axe to grind. This is fucking wild. This is a crazy so fucking story. This may so here it's just gonna get better all right this is this is pretty much the crescendo all right it doesn't get better after this but this and by better i mean disgusting and depraved right so um in these letters greenberg details his relationship with gates he confessed to paying young women for sex and he claimed that he gates and others had sex with a minor they believed to be 19 at the time Greenberg, by the way, these people are like in their mid 30s. Like, so just even whatever. Okay. Greenberg said he learned she was underage on September 4th, 2017 from an anonymous tip. (laughs) (laughs) What? What is there a hotline to call if you're like fucking a teenager? What do you mean by that? And so then Greenberg quickly contacted Gates. Quote, Immediately, I called the congressman and warned warned him to stay clear of this person and informed him she was underage. He was equally shocked and disturbed by this revelation. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Shocked and disturbed. Oh, goodness. Wow. You know know that girl that we've been paying to have sex with us? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) 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 Turns out she's also underage. Uh, okay, Greenberg. Horrible. No, this. So here's the crescendo. We're not. We haven't even gotten to it yet. Greenberg continued in the handwritten draft of this confession letter to to Stone that he quote unquote confronted the the then seventeen year old and explained to her how serious of a situation this was and how many people she put in danger. How dare she? How dare she? <laughs> She apologized, quote, she apologized and recognized that by lying about her age, she endangered many people. Uh, He continued, quote, there was no other contact with this 
individual until after her 18th birthday. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. Wait until she turned 18. Yeah. That, well, nope, it, they it, they cut off contact with this person who put a lot of people in danger until her 18th for, birthday. Yeah, for about oh five months. And you're in your 30s. Like, what kind of... It after, is ugh. so fucking disgusting when men that age go after just the youngest girl legally allowed. Ugh. Uh, All right. Okay. About five months after her 18th birthday, Gates sent Greenberg $900 in two Venmo transactions, one titled Test, okay, and yeah. the other titled Hit Up Blank. The blank contained a nickname for this girl that we that is left uh, un- unknown. And Greenberg paid her and two other women a total of $900 about six hours later. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, but Gates is like one of those guys that was like really cheering on the uh, January 6th, uh, like push, uh, as well as uh, has like a lot of connections to like the QAnon conspiracy, right? Like a lot of like uh, his his fan base are like hardcore Q truthers. I mean, he's a he's a house rep from Florida, so I'm pretty sure all of them are really into Q now, except for like Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who still thinks like Hillary Clinton is the shadow president. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think Greenberg and Gates were like, bro, we, we did a cabal. (laughs) (laughs) We're real players now. We're doing it. You you have to become your enemy in order to defeat them. (laughs) Yeah. They're they're white hats. Yeah. Yeah. They're white hat. This ultimately comes down to. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, Yeah, I think some QAnoners see think that this is like a hit on Matt Gates. It looks like. Well, I mean, the thing like that, that we're not talking about, like... the thing we're not talking about, is how that Matt Gates is immediately coming out in front of this by saying that this is part of an elaborate smear campaign uh, because he was going, his father was going to like bankroll the 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 mission to save some guy from Iran that is probably dead or something. That's a whole nother story oh. that like, I recommend the true anon episode about yeah, this it's Matt Gates very affair good. to talk about that, but it's like, it's very good. It's out there, man. <laughs> it's so fucking out there. Well. This is a good, this is a really good quote from uh, the public relations firm that Gates has hired quote. Congressman Gates has never paid for sex, nor has he had sex with a 17-year-old as an adult. Because he totally fucked when he was yeah, a teenager. Right, that's like, you best. can't hold that against him. They, right? they My man fucked. That. They he's have been to keep that in yeah. the statement. <laughs> he's like, they could have right? He's like, they were going to... I'm, I'm sure the quote at the first draft was, he has never had sex with a 17-year-old. To which Gates was like, no, man... I was fucking like 17 year olds when I was 15. Keep that, put that in there. Like we're not going to put in there that you lost your virginity at 14 to the a senior in high school. We're not going to put that in there. That's actually, uh, I think statutory uh, against you. We're not going to put that in there. And he's like, okay, we'll just say like as an adult, <laughs> like, okay, we'll do that, Matt. Do that. Oh, Jesus. Man. 
Man, Roger Stone doesn't even have like a profile pic on Signal. It's just the just the letters. That's kind of sad. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Roger. Put your ugly mug up there. At least put like the back tattoo of Richard Nixon on there. Yeah. Oh, that would rule. Yeah, yeah. that would be that, cool. That sweet fucking tattoo was just wasted <laughs> yeah. on him. It's, it's good line work. Like, like low it's key. It's very nice. It's, a, it's yeah. a good tattoo. And he looks like he's it's taking care of it. You know, he's putting the... The, uh, the, Putting the aquaphor on there? Yeah, the aquaphor. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, the aquaphor like on the back, which you need a friend to do, right? Like that's like the small of his back. He can't reach that. <laughs> He's got to have someone help him with that. Probably a not yet 18 consenting adult. What, what did uh, he call himself, Roger Stone? Like a political trickster or like gangster or, or something? Yeah. He, he had some fucking self-appointed title. Probably both. I don't know. It's some uh, some dumb shit. This is so fucked. Oh my god. What the- so incredible. On December 21st, <clears throat> Greenberg told Stone that government investigators were pressing him to cooperate. The FBI, DOJ, Secret Service, and a bunch of people from D.C. have... Oh, the Daily Beast, I hate your website so much. I'm trying to read it, and then like the ads are like new ads, moving, and now moving, everything moving. is in a different place. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, people from D.C. have repeatedly made attempts to meet with my sick lately. <laughs> I have declined, but they are definitely ramping up pressure. They want me to flip. They have made offers, which I've declined. I Narrator, even fired my lawyers flipped. this week because they tried to convince <laughs> me to cooperate that a pardon was impossible. Wow, you fired your lawyers? Jesus Christ, you are such yeah. a Joel. Narrator, he ended up flipping. He flipped, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This is... God bless the state of Florida. Like, when we like, talk about Florida... Such a ridiculous cell phone. Like, this is totally fucking unnecessary on, like, yeah. every single level. Like, these guys cannot do anything other than trip over their own dicks. It's like... I, I, it, my, I'm just flabbergasted. At it's this. really amazing. This is, this, this is the true Florida man like experience like the the uh poor shaming like oh this crackhead like set a tree on fire and then like got was like stuck in the burning tree like that stuff is is is, is uh class warfare bullshit that, that that stuff sucks but this where you are trying to clear up uh and secure a pardon from a crime no one even knows you committed yet and you're and you're like burning down government facilities trying to mine bitcoin to do it <laughs> that is real florida man shit that is yeah. the true oh, god tier florida man stuff all right like that's so who, who who's gonna play who in the biopic like i, Ooh, I can yeah. imagine that's a good like, question maybe anthony hopkins plays roger stone sure um, sure or maybe like whoever played uh the hamburglar in like the last you know mcdonald's live live ad um, <laughs> uh maybe maybe like uh matt damon uh plays uh matt gates oh i was thinking um, steve carell Ooh, okay that would be mm. good too Steve yeah. Carell could, and like he's a little out of the age range from Matt Gates, but I feel like you know, like they, that hasn't a lot stopped of him before. Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, very nice, very nice. Uh. Look, he looks a lot older than he is, which is why it can be confusing. Because yeah. you know, I swear she looked twenty-one. Like 
She totally like, where looked do, Where do you find a 17-year-old? Like, it, when uh, you're a 30-something-year-old congresswoman. Like, you know where, where he finds in them? Your, like, social circles, like, do you bump into this person at a cocktail party? It's probably, and, it you know, might be, like, sugar baby websites. No, he finds them at um, uh, Tallahassee bars that uh, FSU girls go to. That is well-known, that Matt Gates is a, like, uh, a regular at, like, college bars. He picks them up in bars. He's an old-fashioned guy. What are 17-year-olds doing in college bars? Uh, getting the fake IDs from Matt, from Breaking Joel Greenberg. Yeah, getting fake IDs from Joel Greenberg. That's, that is correct, yeah. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. That's uh, so cool. All right. We also, just... uh, also in, in the in the in the movie that we're imagining, all of the girls played by Scarlett Johansson, all of them in different makeup, because like she that. because she steals roles from like everyone, people of women of color. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's apparently Japanese or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so since we are doing a shorty today, do we want to just jump to our wildflower and just? Uh... I mean, we looked real deep into the heart of darkness, and maybe yeah, now it's time for <laughs> for some some brevity, some lightness. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. So this is uh, David hit from, us with that good, good train news. Yeah, straight from the Times Union. Fifty years later, Amtrak's future is suddenly bright. So he, we're actually pretty conflicted about this, right? Because you don't have to hand it to him. But Joe Biden might give us better trains. No, I mean, I, my, my stance uh, is that we are now a liberal Democrat podcast. <laughs> we all are, of our we names love, are John now. We love Joe Biden. We're all the Johns. Yeah, we everybody. We're laws. changing all our names to John. We love Loyalty Day and we love President Joe Biden. He is a train daddy from now on. That's what I'll be calling him. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, so here's a cool thing. So the. Uh, um, right, so we'll get into the article in a second, but the lead image for this Times Union article, actually, it's you know, it's a slideshow where every other uh, slide is an ad. I uh, fucking hate, I hate, uh, I hate that so much. Yeah, it, it, and it's like ads for things like, where are they now? Like, it's, yeah, it's it's really gross. But um, uh, but this first one is uh, the, an Amtrak turbo liner train showing up in Rensselaer Station in 1976 and this thing looks sick yeah it, it does. looks so fucking cool uh they, these are no, no longer in service because um uh they they actually suck but they look really cool <laughs> um uh, this uh um, i'm trying give me one second where i find the what this thing actually is uh with um Yeah, so so the, this these um these super liners, which I mean, like they look like out of like, um, uh, like like Disney World future land like Land of Tomorrow shit. Like they got these big wraparound windows, and it's looking really sleek, but like kind of angular. It's got like this. It's in the seventies, but it really feels like almost eighties kind of like angles and shit, like a DeLorean train. But mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. um. It was a it's a it's a French designed uh, uh, um, train uh, engine built in California, but apparently 
it was too tall to fit under a lot of the bridges that are in the east, uh, in the northeast, uh, like all these like old bridges meant for much smaller things. Uh, so they had, to, they had to get rid of it. It also apparently got like uh, dog shit uh, um, miles per gallon. Um, so they, they had to retire these things. So that, and they're replaced by they're basically replaced by the thing we still use today. Like all of the trains that we use now are like. All 80s. from the seventies and eighties, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, including huh. the rolling stock, like the 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 um, the thing that you're actually in the the. Yeah, uh, it feels like car. it. Yeah, the passenger it, cars. It yeah. feels like being in a fifty year old passenger car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they recently yeah. updated all the the um the seats the seats the seats are yeah actually the seats quite are nice. actually they, very they did nice a good now. job on that. Um, but so but here's the real thing: is that we're getting some new passenger service, and this is tight. This is really cool. Um, Fuck yeah, yeah. So th- they're also getting a lot of uh, uh, new service in the south and west, which is a big deal. Those are um, those were always lost leaders, or uh, those are wh- where we- they lost money and they make money uh, up here in uh, in the northeastern corridor. But um, their uh, new services are planned for um, trains between Boston and Albany, which is now only served by the Lakeshore Limited. And there will mm-hmm. be extensions to existing train routes to Cleveland and Toronto. Yeah, I used to take that Lakeshore uh, Limited like all the time, and that shit was insanely unreliable. Yeah. Like sometimes it would say on the ticket that it was like a three-hour transit, and it would be a seven-hour transit. Yeah. And you just have to like wait for hours and hours on the side of uh, the, the the tracks to wait for like a freight car to go by before they'd like eventually let you continue to uh, advance on your route. It's, it's, it's such a like clear, it never gets more literal. Like the way that capitalism cares more about things than people, it never gets more literal <laughs> yeah. than, than this right here. Because yeah. the, the, the fact is like Amtrak doesn't own any of its own lines. It leases them from freight train companies like CSX. So, which means that they get priority. So like, new Literally iPhones things yeah get more priority than people yeah 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 so like yeah like the the shipment of uh of like uh my pillows uh, yeah yeah my my pillow <laughs> and like concrete that's going to be used to like fill in some fucking cambridge uh 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 bull, like dipshits um like third driveway for their porsche or something like that gets priority yeah. over you um let's see uh uh they're also getting um, daytime passenger rail service from Albany to Cleveland and additional trains to Buffalo, Toronto, and Montreal. Uh, And they're ordering, um, and to do this, they're ordering something like 83 new train sets. That's like crazy. That is way more than has ever been bought because we're, of course, still using (laughs) 70s and 80s. Uh, so the purchase of, of all these new trains like is the problem not enough trains are they also building new like rail or is it just an upgrade of the fleet rail has been going in actually uh for a while i believe um and so now we can use it with some newer trains and i do think part of it is that like these things are so old that like you're uh, you have to assume like a lot are going to be out of service to be fixed while you're um, using, you know, like what's left. Um, 
So we're getting a bunch more trains. Well, fuck yeah. It's and fucking with, awesome. Yeah. And like this comes at a great time when like we uh, uh, Amtrak was on the verge of having a profitable year. Um, uh, right before uh, until, the pandemic uh, snatched yeah. victory from the yeah. clutch or uh, snatched defeat from the clutches of victory. Or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, and the only reason that they, they haven't been um, uh, 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 profitable yet is because Amtrak is an agglomeration of all of the uh, completely unsustainable and money losing private uh, passenger rail companies that Richard Nixon put together into one uh, publicly owned company that was really meant to be like a receiving uh company uh receiving corporation that would uh um make sure that all of the investment bankers would be kept whole right like they wouldn't lose any money because the federal government's basically bailing them out and then that the amtrak would just be like a slow descent into like complete removal of all trains yet but it persisted and, it, <laughs> and yet and yet yeah and uh and so now um they're almost um solvent which is kind of crazy uh because not only was it like a failing project but it uh that is now turning around but they're also like legally mandated to serve like places that for example don't get any airplane service like there's like like mid-sized towns in the midwest that you'd have to drive hours to get to an airport like you can actually take uh take a train yeah well, fuck yeah. So, like yeah. I said, uh, this is now a little day. All of your <laughs> Patreon, thank you so much for your patronage, by the way. Um, we are going to be doing all of our Patreon income for the next few months are going to go to uh, the Lincoln Project yep. in Impact support Bloom. of trains. Um, um, so, yeah. So, thank you for that. Thank you for supporting the Democrats. And uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> We should yep, change the it. name. I think yeah. we're going to have to change the name to uh, Train Daddy 420. No, that's actually my new username. Yeah, yeah that, that actually Daddy. sounds really cool. <laughs> that's not, <laughs> that doesn't sound like anything about Democrat. So, but it's been 100 days. Uh, what do you guys take of our, uh, our fearless uh, and very uh, conscious leader? I mean, you know, everybody's been like really pissed off at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez f- for all of the reasons that they have, uh, but especially because she said that she had been whatever it was, like pleasantly surprised or her expectations had been exceeded. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, honestly, I kind of agree. Like, I don't really think that he's like been as shitty as I thought he would be. Um, yeah, I mean, he's like, still I, a piece of shit Democrat. Like, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not still, like, yeah, still a creepy rapist. Yeah. Yeah, he's still that too, but he's our creepy racist. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> uh, no, no. I mean, like he, um, like I think really, the pro act is cool. I think yeah, you know, like he does happens. seem to be pushing for like unions and stuff, which he said he would, and I believed it. I mean, Joe Biden is a union guy. Like he's always been pro union. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, no, I, th- I think like you can, you can, you really just have to like judge a president not by like what they have decided to do, but like what they acquiesce to and how mm-hmm. you've how how the movement has pushed him and so like if yeah. if he if joe biden is uh exceeding our expectations and what i i read that as is that we're actually the left isn't is doing a a pretty decent job of uh you know showing them that that 
we need some concessions to keep things um, uh, manageable and governable. Yeah. So I, I mean, like that, I, I would give ourselves a pat on the back more than than anything else. But it's still, um, it, Do you think I think he, I think our, our expect- he, he's been pushed. I think a little bit, but I think also our expectations are hella warped by, yeah, by like our descent into like uh, nationalism and like just the fact that you know government. It's like going just from an abusive relationship. Yeah, it's like yeah. going from an abusive relationship to dating like a soft gamer boy, and you're like, well, yeah. I mean, all he does is like sit in front of his computer thirteen hours a day, <laughs> but he doesn't hit me, so you know, it's yeah. pretty good. <sighs> Oh man! <laughs> I mean, like, like, like the State of the Union address happened or something, and I didn't watch it. I don't know what he said. Yeah, no, it wasn't a State of the Union. It was, oh, it was his, a joint um, session his, of Congress. No, yeah. it, it no was, it's uh, it's a State of the Union speech. It, it's a State it, of the Union, but you're not allowed to call it the first yeah. State of the Union that a president gives is not called the State of the Union for like historical reasons of like decorum and like you haven't been president a lot but typically the state of the union happens in like march i think Mm -hmm. or like february so usually it's so soon after a president has been elected that it makes sense to not call it a state of the union because you you you're not qualified to report on the state of the union but it's a state of the union that's what it is like it's the same exact thing that they would get that they would do at a regular state of the union i think that's so fucking annoying it's the first hundred day report, which is something that has a historical precedent because of FDR. Because in yeah. the you know FDR's first hundred days, he like started all this crazy shit that was like brand new and totally different in like turning the tide of the Great Depression and like you know it was. Well, what's uh, really remarkable about FDR's first hundred days <clears throat> is not so much what he did, but the fact that Congress let him do whatever. Mm-hmm. FDR basically had dictatorial powers for the first like six months that he was president because Congress was just like, "Yes, you tell us what to do, and we will get it passed and send it to your desk." Um, yeah, there was none of this. Cool like, oh, had- <laughs> the parliamentarian that we have says that we can't, you know, have fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage. Which, no, there way, was none of that. Don't want yeah, to break the rules. To, yeah, law. shout out to my friend Asa, who who uh, who corrected me on that. Apparently, like, there's some procedural thing wherein they couldn't actually overrule the parliamentarian. I, I started to look into it and was like, okay, I, I guess. But like, ultimately, it's just like it, it for me, it represents one more of a pattern of like, you know, the Democrats suddenly being actually in control of all three, you know, levers of power within the federal government and being like, whoops, we shot ourselves in the foot. Oh, can't can't do that. Oh, we got to keep sanctions on Cuba. Oh, we got to keep Gitmo. Oh, uh, we got to keep, you know, like, and just getting in their own way because they don't actually want to do the things that they want to do. Um, but there's like promising stuff. I haven't like been spending a ton of time, like, uh, paying attention to the details on it, but there's like, um, the, a lot of talk about sending a lot of foreign aid to the countries that America super fucked up in Central America, um, to try and basically, uh, get ahead of um the quote-unquote self-created um uh border crisis that we have you know uh and saying like you know a lot of uh, funds that are allegedly going to be going to guatemala and um you know just places that are you know ravaged by u.s imperialism and cia backed you know juntas and and um uh just all types of american imperialist fuckery um and so you know i'll be trying to keep an eye on that see if that turns out to be real um there's a lot of talk about you know supporting a amazon unionization 
Um, and, you know, this PRO Act uh, hypothetically getting passed, um, you know, the Keystone XL and the, um, uh, what do you call it, the um, another uh, pipeline were, you know, denied permits. Um, so, like, one of the craziest things that Biden said he was going to do is uh, cut the American emissions by 50% in the next decade, which is total horseshit. Like I would love, I love, I love it to be true. Don't get me wrong, but there's like no fucking evidence to suggest that we're actually going to do that. Like we, you know, shout out to our, uh, wait, was that bonus? Um, sorry, the, uh, electrify everything episode that we did. Was that a bonus episode or was that? I think that that was a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. You're going to have to give us a dollar (laughs) to find out. How much bullshit that really is. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, we went into a, um, a study about how we could essentially like do a lot for carbon emissions from the United States just by electrifying everything and basically outlawing new fossil fuel infrastructure, uh, which is not something that um, he is even proposing. Like we're not banning fracking. We're not, you know, stopping. Uh, no, new, he's very uh, vehemently against banning fracking. Yeah. yeah. And like, we're probably still going to allow for more offshore drilling in the Arctic and like all types of ways of fucking shit up. But there's been this quote unquote commitment to having the U.S.'s um, fossil fuel, uh, you know, use and therefore um, carbon emissions in 10 years. So like, believe it when I see it, but like, yeah. that'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. Um, and if you want to get a good idea on the nitty gritty of what that's going to take. Um, yeah. Check out our bonus episode. I think it's called uh, Same House, Same Car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that well, was. Uh, this has been your. It's 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 an hour. It's almost an hour. So, yeah, you know, yeah. not that not crazy short. Not that short. I'm I'm fucking off for the rest of the day. I'm going to lay on the couch and probably look at yeah. TikToks, honestly. Oh, yeah. But I hope you uh, make a swift and complete recovery. And uh, next Sunday. I am very excited to see you in the flesh. I forgot we are going to be in yeah. person next Sunday. I got to get my laptop uh, up and running. Maybe I'll yep. do that today. Get that prepped for Podden. So excited to see your your face in person, Chris. Me too. I'm going to lick face. your head. <laughs> <laughs> and David's. <laughs> and the lick. We'll all lick each other's heads. I'm lick How's your that? doorknobs. This podcast it, is a polycule now. Okay. It's the Iron Weeds <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Um, I hope you guys liked the the uh, business plot series on Reaction. If you have not checked I out my other podcast, it. Reaction, you really, really should. This is if you've been waiting for like a sign or something. Uh, this is it. This is your sign. Go check it out. Um, it's if very you good. Don't, if you don't listen to Reaction, you're not a real friend. <laughs> and you also have bad taste so think yeah. about whoa that. let's not insult the listener no i know okay? they're it's listening to this so clearly not they have... to it. it's super good no, though. Th- this did, is all you're, you're this really... is all shit this is this is all shit compared to like the business plot series that, that like it's just so good. this is this is total shit like it's, you want yeah you, you want know that really i work on this one too get, right I, like... yeah and it's not your best work frankly <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Smedley Darlington Butler um, basically single-handedly uh, fouls up a conspiracy for a fascist coup attempt. Um, and we're not talking about January 6th. So you got to tune in to Reaction uh, Pod and hear the whole story. Yeah. And then the bonus uh, content's also been really banging. So 
Yeah. You can, yeah, you can get all that uh, for $7 a month, um, including the Ironweeds bonus content. Um, and there's a little, you know, joint uh, Patreon uh, thing you can buy into. Yeah, the reactionary tier. And if you're on a budget, you can get Ironweeds bonus for a dollar, reaction bonus for a dollar. For the low, low cost of $24 a month, you can listen, or $24 a year, you can listen to every single thing that I make. Fuck I'm really, yeah. I'm really giving it away for free. Over <laughs> it's here. a steal. It's a it's steal. steal. All right. Uh, you know what has been on fire lately has been our Twitter account. David, why don't you tell them where they can find that? At Ironweeds Pod. Hell yeah. And we also have an Instagram. At Ironweeds Pod. And we also have a Gmail account where we, from time to time, receive listener mail. In fact, we have one sitting that I haven't read yet. And so I'm sorry to that, whoever sent it. I will do it. Not today. Sometime. But you can email <laughs> us at Ironweeds Pod. At gmail.com. Shout out to everyone time. listening to this on a submarine. <laughs> Shout out to everyone <laughs> listening to this. Yo, it's traveling music. Both that ass style. This is the last time that I'll have to sync all of that up manually <laughs> on my end. It's a good feeling. I'm so excited. Yeah. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.